This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Yo, I'm back, man. After like a two-month slumber, after loafing, procrastinating, saying I was going to do an episode and never did. Anyway, I'm going to talk about the Nats, All-Star Weekend, Trey Young versus Javon Carter, Trey Young versus Luka Doncic, and Jimmy Garoppolo and Tom Brady. All right, let me start with the Nationals. They need to get it together. They really do. I don't know what they're doing right now. They're 500. And to be honest, now that I think about it, it makes sense. They go on like a five-game losing streak. Then they win five games in a row, and you like, oh, they back. You know, it's against freaking the Padres and the Marlins. Then they go up against the Red Sox and the Yankees. And they lose most of those. They lost two out of three against Pittsburgh. They just lost last night against the Brewers. I watched them against Atlanta on Friday. I walked in there saying, I walked out of the Metro station saying, I got a bad feeling about this game. Kind of the same way I said when Oklahoma played Villanova in the Final Four before the game. I said, I have a bad feeling about it. And the Nationals had me for a second, man. In that first inning, after they gave up those two runs, they came right back with a run on their own, and they were stealing bases just like the Braves were. And then it just fell apart, man. I think it got up to 8-3. That guy, number 13, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., I might be pronouncing his name wrong, he destroyed us. He probably had one of the best games of his life. He absolutely killed us on both ends, on offense and defense. I'm going to need him to get it together. We got a lot of people back. I don't know why they traded Goodwin, but he wasn't playing well, and he's bottom of the totem pole. So, bye. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if that's what we need to get better, goodbye. So, get Zimmerman back. Got Strasburg back. Still losing. This isn't good. This isn't good at all. But we'll see what happens, man. All-Star Weekend was cool. I went to Fan Fest twice. It was a lot of interactive games. I was able to play video games. You know, I really want MLB to show, even though it's kind of hard if you don't play it a lot, you have to play it a bunch to get used to it. You can't just off the rip, just be good at it. Unlike, well, same thing with RBI, RBI baseball ain't that good of a game, bro. It's not, it doesn't have the depth I want. Like MLB the show is definitely for those who want more in-depth baseball. You know, RBI is just arcade, bro. Just push a button and go. Like real talk, I was able to play both. Um. Another thing is I was able to start batting and stuff. I was able to get the batting cages and the home run derby. I probably only hit two balls between both of those. Like, I did I did those, like, three times combined. And out of, what, 30, 40 balls, I only hit, like, two. <laughs> I was terrible. You know, these kids, they were kids. They were little girls, like, hitting more balls than me. Like, it was sad. It was really sad. But then again, if all they do is play baseball and softball, I really hope they can hit a baseball better than me or a wiffle ball, whatever it was. But it was it was fun. Uh, the celebrity game was cool. It was 0-0 when I walked in. I was surprised because that's not how celebrity games go. I mean, they usually high scoring and no one's playing defense and stuff. That game was 0-0 going to the second inning, and then I think the national team just blew it open. Just everybody was scoring, man. Almost everybody. Uh, they that girl from Orange is the New Black was thick, but that's another thing. John Wall was there. Josh Norman was there. Shaq stole the show as I expected. Bill Nye the Shines guy probably was a close second as far as you know people hyped over him. He was 
I guess the most hype celebrity there. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, a bunch of other people that I kind of barely recognized. You had Sky Jackson, who I forgot was there. You had Jessica Mendoza, who I love. It was cool. It was cool. Good little game, but if you want competitiveness, like that, that went out the window as soon as the National League team scored like ten straight runs, <laughs> and they. I was pretty much done with the game about the fifth inning. Like, it kind of got dry after that. After Shaq's antics, it pretty much got dry. Now, I watched the derby and the game on TV after I had made plans to go all year long. I pretty much decided within the past month, I'm probably not going to go. Even though it, it wasn't that badly priced. Like, it was like 200 bucks. It was maybe 300 with fees Man, that's not horrible i could have did that but i'd rather not i'd rather save my money and use it for something else and that's exactly what i did and it wasn't a bad choice because I, I got home watched the derby and it was amazing bryce harper just put on for the city and we all been waiting for this since the all-star game was announced to be in dc we've been waiting for him to do what he did and i absolutely loved it and i'm sure a lot of dc fans loved it too uh, the derby in the game was packed. The game was cool, man. It's everything you want in a game. If you're like a casual baseball fan or just wanted to watch the All-Star game because everyone in D.C. was talking about it. That's that's the type of game you would like. Just all home runs, all action. It went to extras. I thought the game was dry, and then I realized that no, it wasn't, especially at the end. The National League was game, and then the extras happened, and they just fell apart. I'm like, what are you doing? You're supposed to finally win. Man, you lost six straight. You're looking like the National. I mean, you know, also weekend was fun. I could have did more, but I didn't. Wanted to save some money, and I did. So, hey. Maybe it'll be back in another 20 years or so. We were a great host, and I really hope we get it within the next 10 years, but it probably is not going to happen. I mean, hopefully we get, like, the NBA All-Star game again. Now, that was lit, but that happened when I was eight, and I barely remember it. So, it is what it is, man. Plus, it happens in February, so it's very hard for a whole other city to get it. Whatever. So, now talk about Trey Young versus Javon Carter. Look here, man. Trey Young, I mean Javon Carter, is not Trey Young's dad. How many times do I got to tell y'all that, man? He is not his dad. Come on, West Virginia fans. That joke has really gotten old. It's really gotten old. And y'all keep trolling and thinking that stuff is funny. It is not. And he is not Trey Young's dad. I don't know how many times I got to tell y'all. I mean... Look at Trey Young's numbers versus West Virginia. The first time, 29 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. Okay, then y'all respond, oh, he's 8 for 22. He had 8 turnovers. Okay, I'll admit, I watched the tape. Sure, he took a lot of bad shots. He Every, every other time he went to the lane in the first half, he got stripped. Okay, Javon Carter got some good plays in the first half. Then he got in foul trouble, and he was out most of the game. And then that, and then y'all gonna say, "Oh, and Trey Young went to the line thirteen times, and he was ten for 13. But y'all gonna blame the rest for that? No, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He has a high usage rate. He's not gonna shoot all threes. He's gonna try to get to the rim, get fouled. Y'all gonna say he flopped? I mean, okay, he exaggerated. Maybe a few, but no, man, y'all be reaching. 
Y'all team be reaching, bro. Y'all aggressive. There's going to be a lot of fouls. Y'all even admit that your defense is designed to have a lot of fouls because it's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of aggression. And that's what happens. That's what happened. He still scored 29. Why was – if y'all team is so good, why was that game close? Like, Trey Young was only one balling, man. Why was that game close? Yeah, exactly. Your team isn't, isn't all that. Y'all won, but y'all not all that. And the second time, Trey Young did a lot better. I turn on the film. I I start watching that game, right? Well, Lamont West would went insane, and that's probably the biggest reason why y'all won that second game, because Lamont West had 15 points in the first half and was a complete no-show in the second half. Same with Javon Carter, who had seven assists in the first half, but disappeared in, uh, in the second. I mean, look at Javon Carter. Let's talk about Javon Carter. So at home, he had 17 and 10. Three turnovers, seven rebounds, three assists, four fouls. Okay, it was a good game. It was a solid game. It was a solid game. It was pretty almost a triple-double. It was a solid game, and he wasn't even in the game long. That's cool. He's still not Trey Young's dad. Like, you act like he completely shut down Trey Young. He did. So, at OU, Trey Young, 32 points, one assist, six turnovers, four for ten from three. 10 for 20 field goals. It's not bad. That's not bad. And we only lost by one. We only lost by two because, well, we had a slow start. And another thing, Issa Ahmad traveled at the end of the game, and they didn't call it. Just imagine that they would have called it. We really got more of an opportunity to come back in those final seconds. But I'll forever be mad that they didn't call that travel. I really wanted that game. I really wanted to shut up West Virginia fans. But OU couldn't deliver, man. Uh it's just at the end of the day it is a team game, but Trey Young is amazing. Y'all hate y'all hating. Now let's go over the summer league game. Oh before I do that, Javon Carter versus OU in Norman. Ten points, eight assists, seven assists in the first half. Six steals, one blocked, four turnovers, three rebounds. Another solid game. But I swear he got most of them steals off of other people, not Trey. I saw one play where he just snatched it away from Cam. And I think he snatched one away from Odoms. And I'm like, come on, man. Are you kidding me? Y'all just let him take your lunch money? Anyway, here's a summer league game. Trey Young, 16 points, 7 for 10 free throws, 4 for 20 field goals. Four rebounds, three assists, two turnovers. Not as many turnovers. It was his first game in summer league. How trade? How did he get owned by Javon Carter? Javon Carter though had ten points, four of nine, one from three from three, two turnovers, five rebounds, three assists, one steal. Look, man, it's just a difference in style of play. Trey needs the ball in his hand. Like he has a high usage rate. He's still a really good player. Javon Carter's pretty good. He ain't Trey Young. He's better defensively, but Trey Young's better at literally everything else. And you forget Trey Young's 19 and Javon Carter's 20. So Trey Young will grow. He will get better, especially with NBA coaching. Same with Javon Carter, but I think Trey Young's better. And almost everyone agrees except West Virginia fans and maybe Kansas fans who think they both think they're basketball purists, but they're not. Um, so let's talk about Kansas. Speaking of Kansas, I mean, this is why Trey Young 
is just really good. Versus Kansas at home, 7 of 9, 26 points, 9 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals. Versus Kansas at home, West Virginia, Javon Carter, 4 for 15, Dax, 4 for 11, West, 3 for 10. I mean, and in, in a championship game, Dax, 10 for 20, 25 points, Javon Carter, 17 9. They did better, but they lost. They lost all three times versus Kansas. And the reason why I bring those stats up is because y'all say Trey Young, all he does is shoot. He shoot his team out the game. He don't pass the ball. 7 of 9, 26 of 9. Are you serious? Y'all never had anyone to do that. Even if y'all did, it was an aberration. Like, he can have games like that, and he will have games like that in the NBA. The real problem is... West Virginia, y'all just mad at the media. Y'all know Trey Young good. Like, even one West Virginia fan said they know that OU was a last-place team the year before and that the only reason that they were any kind of good and that they were being talked about is because of Trey Young. And actually, it ended up turning out to be that way. I really believed in our team. I was like, oh, we got a veteran team around Trey Young. We going to go all the way. Then we just turned into the team we was last year. Hey. Honestly, you can't be mad at us because it was working at the beginning of the season. We got all the way to number four. For some for one reason or another, it just fell apart. It just fell apart. So it's it's fine. Still root for my team. I'm going to see them in December in New York. I hope they win against Mike Bray, who's a the Matha guy. So yeah, we we gotta beat the Matha. Do it for me, because I never beat the Matha in anything but shot put in high school. So you gotta beat him. Gotta beat him. Now this Trey Young versus Luka Doncic. I mean, look, man. Everyone just says he's better than Trey Young. He's not. I don't see it. I just don't see it. He's just he's Joe Johnson. Y'all keep saying um James Harden. No. Trey Young is more James Harden than Luka Doncic. Like Luka Doncic, I was looking at his highlights and stuff. Yeah, he stepped back. Yeah, he's physical. He's like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, he got nice step backs. He can take people off the dribble. That dude is slow, man. Like Jalen Rose said, he's slow-footed. He does kind of remind me of Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson didn't have a bad career. Trey Young, y'all say he's Jimmer for debt. Jim, man, look, Trey Young is a crazy combo of Steph Curry and Steve Nash. He's a lot quicker than Doncic. I mean, he's less efficient, but he's quicker and is a better playmaker. Like, it's just, y'all just in love with Doncic because he's bigger. Y'all going to see. Like, Trey Young's game, they, they game both fit the NBA, but I think Trey Young is going to be better. Going to be better. And I'm just going to leave it at that, man, because y'all going to see. Y'all just hating. Because he take all those shots. Listen, Trey Young gets better. He just gets better. He he knows what he's doing wrong. And he's going to get better, though. Luka's going to be good. He ain't Trey Young. He's not better. He's not going. Y'all going to say I'm a homer, bro. No, son. Just no. And Javon Carter isn't better either. He just isn't. To be honest, he's just, he's about the same height as Trey Young. He's bulkier. Trey Young is quicker. Once again, he's quicker and is a better playmaker. Sean Carter is efficient, but honestly, Trey Young just make 
things happen and can turn around a franchise. Javon Carter is a role player. He made things happen for West Virginia. But for Memphis, he's going to be a role player. I promise. He's going to be another Patrick Beverly. There's nothing wrong with that. Patrick Beverly is a starter on a Western Conference final. That's not bad. Trey Young is going to take Atlanta by storm. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I saw. So I guess the last thing is this Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady thing. Jimmy Garoppolo has now reached the GOAT level. This reminds me of the time where my seven-year-old cousin, we were playing Fortnite, and I died. And I was like... 40th, 50th, or something. He looks at me square in my face and says, I'm better than you. That's pretty much what I thought of when Jimmy Garoppolo said he was thinking in his mind when he got to New England that he was better than Tom Brady. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. I, I had a lot more respect for my little cousin for telling me that he was better than me at Fortnite, which we're, we're about even. Like, he, he's not better than me. I'm not better than him. He, we about even. But still, the fact that he just said it with such confidence and that he also told me he was the rookie of the year, I was like, you reached the GOAT level. That's what it's all about. Like, you know you're the GOAT. Don't be afraid to sh show it. You are the greatest of all time, no matter what. No matter what they say, son. No matter what the facts are. You are the greatest of all time. And that's honestly the kind of thinking that Jimmy Garoppolo had when he walked in New England. Now, that's just a quote. He probably later said Tom is this and that and he's amazing, yada yada. Man, whatever. Jimmy Garoppolo, you know you good, bro. You are good. And I, I just loved it. I loved how he said, oh, oh, man, I'm better than this guy. <laughs> it's literally like the little kid walking up to you saying you, they better than you. You just got to respect. You just got to respect. Uh, one bonus thing. What about this Lakers team, man? They got LeBron. I was looking at the contracts this morning while playing pickup basketball, and I'm just like, LeBron, $35 million. Luau Ding, $18 million. Rondo, $9 million. Lonzo, $7 million. And there's a bunch of people being paid between $1 million and $5 million. And they're over the cap by $4 million. I'm like, my media reaction was like, what are you going to do with Luau Deng? That's immediately what I said. What are you going to do with Luau Deng? You got to be doing something. There's no way. $18 million? I haven't seen him play in like a year. What are you going to do? Besides, Brandon Ingram's already better than him. I'm going to be looking to see what they do with him. Because you can free up some space getting rid of him. Somehow, some way. I don't really fully know how um, NBA contracts work. But you can get rid of if you can find some way to get rid of him and save money, there's no telling. You can get another person that can fit in with LeBron, and it's on. It's on. Maybe you could trade for somebody who can be second fiddle. That's just me. <laughs> it's just the whole roster. Michael Beasley, Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVel McGee. Bruh, I'm like, what is this, dog? Contagious Carbopoke. LeBron kind of like Jordan in a way that Jordan later in his career, he had a bunch of veterans around him. He liked a bunch of veterans around him. It worked in Cleveland. It worked in Miami. Can it work in L.A.? Bro, I doubt it. The talent level is, the talent deficit is just too much. But that's just me. I still got them losing in the first round. We'll see. We got to see how it's come together. It's just the beast in the West, man. Golden State and Houston is too much. Not even just them, man. You got the Jazz. You got OKC. It's not a game. The Pelicans. Missing, like, one one more person. No, they got Julius Randle. Pelicans are no joke. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really hard. But 
We'll see. We'll just got to see. But until then, man, I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.